Comic Book Day, and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast HQ for all things comic book connected. We are properly John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, happy comic book day. Happy Comic Book Day to you and to everyone listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Ben, Mary Ben, and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. That's not good. Oh, How about now, no. Joker Stream? Have we not had Santa the whole time? Apparently. Have you even... Did you neglect to hit the mute button? Well, we did the digital mute button. In so your, I don't know how that died. In your uh, uh, excitement. By just... Right, by your just, glory. Your, your tiny little penis. What I do not like is we have a producer in-house. Talk about... W we have we have a producer in the house. Oh. Thank you, Boogie Baby Five, and they said nothing. Oh. We have two producers in the house. One's a dog, but they're still. They're Joker, still do you want you want me to hear the music? You, thank you, thank you. No, not sorry. People can extrapolate from the top. So um, something something chill. The, the short version is: uh, we're going to be talking early topic. Uh, we're going to be talking some wrestling. Um... I ain't doing it again, man. Just, I will. Just, just go ahead and... Uh, the industry leader has been usurped with the greatest... Not the right word? Is usurped something you do with, like, a drink? <laughs> Don't you drink your drink and you shut your mouth. Um, so, uh... <laughs> Boogie Baby from work. I appreciate you, Boogie Baby. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, Ellis, the mime channel from the start. That's We're trying a whole new genre. We're yeah, trying to really yeah. suck in your attention. Now, we're going to go ahead and throw a, a contest for a, a actual so U.S. Comics uh, merchandise. Anyone who can extrapolate, read some lips to know what we were talking about. It was good stuff, too. But, um, yeah, indeed. It was all... weird that you gave out your credit card number and well, the, the number on the back. That's look, if be... they could do something with that piece of shit, <laughs> they have earned it. But, yeah, we are talking all elite wrestling I came up kid from the kid of the 90s, uh, kid of the 80s. Uh, it was all about WWF at that time. Were you now, a Hogan fan? Were you eating your vitamins? You know what's funny? Even in the height of the Hogan era, I was an Ultimate Warrior guy. Actually, I don't like to throw around my wrestling cred a little bit, but like my main guy was Paul Orndorff. Nice. All right, that's how that's how back. That's uh, a how deep far cut. Back I go, my man just. Wrestling motherfuckers with a cast on his arm and all kinds of well, that's, crazy shit. What, what I find funny about that is pro wrestling, especially then, and to a lesser degree now, but still very much now, there's still a fucking wrestling dentist that's taking the world by storm. My friend, my, my friend always points out how wrestling is live action comic books. Over-the-top characters, especially in the 80s and 90s. I would say it's, it's more... Um... It's like muscly fucking soap opera. Well, that too. But that's kind of comics. Well, everyone's getting married. Everyone's forgetting their there's, wife. There's been a few soap operas that had special powers like Dark Shadows and things like that. But um, but yeah, yeah, again, just to catch everybody up, um, wrestling is really not something... Every once in a while, Charlie will weasel it, uh, weasel it into the conversation. Um, but there, there's there been an occurrence in the wrestling world that was really just, a, you know, too large to ignore. Everybody knows WWF, formerly, currently WWE, as the industry standard. Yeah. Um, but like I mentioned before, Charlie reintroduced me to wrestling through Ring of Honor. I absolutely loved it. And so much of that talent was part of the transition over to all elite wrestling. And um, 
they just they're they're doing it, man. A huge, huge pay per view. Charlie, throw this yeah. the statistic out there one more time. Over eighty one thousand sold tickets paid to Wembley Stadium. Not people that are just there for free ninety nine. Uh, speaking of Ted Turner and WCW, they actually had a show in North Korea. We talked about that. It. Has the high? That. That's true. <laughs> WCW had the highest uh, people ever watching a live show, mm. but it was in North Korea, and you had to see it. No one. There was zero paid tickets yeah. to that. Vince constantly throws around over a hundred thousand people are here, there, and everywhere. That's including vendors. That's sure. you know the little dolls they make, like the action figures. That counts all of them. Vince also said that Hulk Hogan was seven feet tall. That's true, and we so, all know he's actually seven foot two, man, according to him on the Joe Rogan. He also thought that he could just go ahead and hit on any old chick that was in the building. Yeah, and, uh, he didn't do everything wrong. He was he, the silk hair was wrong, but. But you were a warrior fan who's the super... You're fine! Honestly, that's probably what got me back into wrestling was O and A. Uh, you know, constantly bringing up... And really, O had little to do with that. that I was, mean, the, that best, was all the best thing that Vince McMahon ever did was that strut. Yeah, well... You, you, oh, again, God, I, I, I know you were a, a Ring of Honor guy, and you saw the transition from love guys Ring like Kevin Honor. Steen, love Ring who's of now Honor. Kevin Owens. You saw him work his way into the WWE and be replaced by guys like Adam Cole, yeah. who now main evented. Hey! There it is. Main evented. Uh, you were there for the, the height of the Bullet Club. Many a Bullet Club shirt you have rocked. Oh, so you know, those, well. The, the, my, my wrestling top of the mountain moment, though, is... I was in attendance for the debut, for the wrestling fan debut, yes. the first set of eyes that laid them peepers on Trish Stratus. And her team that was... Anybody who knows anything about <laughs> women knows, if you see a chick out there in the wild wearing a cowboy hat, <laughs> immediately run towards and then directly after <laughs> away from that bro. Do you remember the team's Woo! name? Do you want a clue? Because her clients were Tested Albert. So they were? Oh, uh, TNA. TNA. Woof. God bless it. I God bless it. The, the new show on It was Club. also the new show. Oh, also stood for the same thing, kinda. Tested Albert. Not at all. <laughs> Boobies and butts. Uh, B and B, the new company coming soon. Uh, Ellis kind of put it out here. Uh, fruit rings, RC Cola, Hydrox cookies, just outsold Coca-Cola. Oreo, they 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 did it in a big way. Um, actually, Hydrox cookies predate Oreos. Oh. So Ellis, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna request <laughs> that you slightly modify. I do the commentary. Feel an obligation though to show you something, and uh, as a Long Islander, not that. Oh. As a Long Islander, as a person who in every wrestling video game has been called El Diablo. I wanted you to see Long Island's true wrestling devil. And we're going to take it to picture in picture, just like we're rocking with uh, with Tony Schiavone here. And take a quick look at MJF's entrance. The main event, over 81,000 people. The devil, your scumbag. The AEW world champion. That pickle Meister, Meister That pickle selling some bitch. Is he since Mel? Is he the sec? Is he the heir to Mel Brooks' Jewish throne? Uh, time will tell, but maybe. I mean, he's funny. He ain't that. <laughs> he has. He has the, the. I just had to share with you uh, one of the greatest entrances I, of I all absolute time. 
uh, um, intro completely. John, the show was as big as one needed it to be. But for me, and I said it, but no one heard it. Uh, my buddy compares AEW <laughs> to Image Comics. That's that's a oh, pretty good. Oh, Ellis, that's pretty good. Dynamite, dynamite. He's stuff. a John Cena fan though, so we don't all the way listen to Ellis saying that uh, GoBots predates Transformers, but they still suck. <laughs> to that, I say you've seen the fucking live action movies of Transformers. They make money, but they're not exactly good. John, is there for? Your timeline on social media for your friends, we have to exclude um, family. Uh, I will comment on Joker Stream first. Uh, rumor is that wrestling fake. It's not fake! It's predetermined, you son of a bitch! Where's Bats? John, has the. the did ESPN comment on this like ridiculous number of tickets sold at Wembley, or is it not? It's, it's really kind of still just in the wrestling space. Uh, it's a hundred percent in the wrestling space, and and here's the thing. So I enjoy, you know, I enjoy the events uh, within the squared circle, but uh, I'm also very much a huge fight guy. Yeah, I, I love the pugilistic uh, attempts. I love fucking MMA. Um, it used to be, and I'm being completely sincere. It, it used to be that it was almost considered like an insult to the legitimate athleticism yeah. of competition because, like you said, the wrestling uh, matches, are the, the end results are predetermined. I would only add that one cave, uh, caveat, uh, unless you were wrestling Andre the Giant. Yeah. Because it doesn't really make a difference uh, what, what the result said on the paper as you were headed out to the ring. If Andre didn't feel like losing to you yeah. that night... He didn't lose to you. That shit wasn't going to fucking happen. Um, but I, it is... Joker, I don't know if you have the opportunity at any point to catch some of the hijinks that are going on currently in the wrestling world. And Lord knows, I don't even, uh, to a fraction of a degree, the way Charlie does or collect uh, um, said merchandise. Merchandising. Maybe he is on his way to Mel Brooks. That he might take be. Him back. Um, but it is truly... A sight to behold, man. What they're doing is beyond beyond anything else that I've ever fucking seen. It's incredible, and I'm including yeah. a wire work in like kung fu movies. <laughs> how it's incredible! How strange is it that very, very in five years there's truly an industry competitor? And the reason I bring it up on this show is because we're in this era where a lot of people are frustrated with the state of comic book movies. It's not a universal truth because, again, we got Guardians 3 this year. Uh, we have a bunch of movies and TV shows that... There are movies that people love. Yeah. And movies and shows... Movies and shows that people love and movies and shows that people don't love. I do feel like the last couple years, there's been way more movies and shows that people are indifferent to in the comic book space. Yeah. And I feel like that's but the just, most troubled but water. I would disagree only for the fact that there's so many more comic book movies and shows. That's a good point. So with the, you know, yeah. percentage-wise, maybe maybe it's exactly the same, um, but you just have so much more when you go to that fucking refrigerated window yeah. uh, at the convenience store, you have so much to choose Could from. Could you now. imagine, though, they've been talking about for years, Todd McFarlane finally getting to do his version of a live-action Spawn. Mm-hmm. At one point, it was going to have... He's been talking about it. Yeah, but at, what, at uh, I think right now, um, what actor just got out of the hospital? Uh, 
Mm. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx was going to play... Yeah. Was going to play Spawn. That's well, like he's, a major... He's, I think he's still he's in it. He's still attached to the project. I mean, right now, nothing's being made. But could you imagine if that set off this whole, like... Nope, this is the company. That, in essence, what AEW has become a talking point in the last five years. And they've done it in such a unique way. Mm -hmm. In five years, they've ballooned up to three shows. Just like one could make an argument that maybe there's too much, like, comic book-based stuff. There's an argument to be made. There's six... Uh, there's seven wrestling programs, six of which are easy to get on television, between WWE and AEW, where I think the beauty lies in AEW, and part of the reason that I'm really excited for you to actually sit down and slowly kind of take in this relatively long pay-per-view, it's so unique in its delivery. The main story, John, mm. for, for what, let me ask you this, do you recall, and it's, you could pass, but do you recall any wrestling stories that rang in your head as like, this is one of my favorite. Either in Ring of Honor or WWE. Bro. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Fair enough. Heavyweight Champion of the World. Versus the Intercontinental Champion. Um, and they were tight, bro. Like, they were... They were the the MJF yeah and fucking baby of the of oh the were day. they friends they they were they were as close of friends as uh, the warrior ever damn had in the game um, there was that mutual respect brother um, it was some real shit man and to the point where it was some civil war level stuff two good guys going at it like you you had houses being broken up brother versus brother. North versus South. See, you know what I, I love that you brought up that match because the main event of AEW All In London was almost, it was, like you said, it's very similar. It's two good guys, the goodest good guys. Except one, two months ago, was a huge piece of shit, mega heel. B more, more a dirtier player than Ric Flair, a bigger shitbag than Hogan in real life. MJF, the salt of the earth himself, was loved in Long Island Hogan and is a Long hero, Island alone. Uh, not in real life. Guy's a piece of shit in real life. Look uh, it up. If the if, if a guy rolls into one of his closest friend's house, specifically for the fucking purpose of smushing that guy's wife, for all to see, how, how do you root against that guy, bro? Fair enough. Come on, man. Fair enough. But MJF, Adam I can't wait Cole, for Bubba to get remarried. I'm like, yo, Bubba, what's up, son? In a in a day and age where WWE is having its probably storytelling peak in this bloodline story mm. that probably has gone on too long, probably too many left turns, probably too many repeat episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's playing a little bit more like uh, it's going on a little too long in the tooth for some people. Some people still love it. AEW's answer to that was the story of redemption. It's about MJF being like the baddest bad guy, but he's a bad guy because he's never had a fucking friend who hasn't betrayed him. <laughs> and in real life, he like broke up with his fiance. Like in real life, we've seen him fake befriend people. And now you have Adam Cole and the story for the whole fucking month. Hey! And for the whole pay-per-view was these two best friends who don't trust each other. And John, spoiler alert for the pay-per-view, but it's wrestling kind of keeps going. So it's like, no, you turn back here. You get back here, sir. The match ends. MJF wins. Adam Cole doesn't betray him. A MJF doesn't betray Cole. May I? May I? Yes, I'm you actually, may. Now, this is the final match of the night. Yes. This is all after these two self-fucking-titled uh, self, uh, uh, white hats together 
win the fucking tag titles. To open the show. They open the show winning the titles. Which, as by a the pair, way, a pair of buddies. Grew my heart. You know my heart. I don't know if Adam Cole lifts or not, Ellis, but the first time that I see I saw this guy do it, um, I thought of Heartbreak Kid. My God, because yeah. I'm like I can lift more than he can, 100%, <laughs> and I'm not even trying. Clearly, clearly, um, yeah, no, these are these are unique. These are not your granted '90s uh, um, cookie cutter action figure in tidy whitey wrestlers like Vince McMahon used to love to push you know like he like, likes big meat slapping you, big meat you, you every wrestler on your roster can't be Randy Orton it just doesn't work it does it doesn't make guys though. like Miro uh look like like brick shit houses though yeah you know like the formerly Rusev is, is probably the name you know or Samoa Joe Samoa Joe looks like fucking Godzilla his like old but Ring again of Honor Samoa Joe had to get crazy popular and have a huge following yeah. Outside of WWE to even yeah, I mean that was and then the they one still thing, fired him. But that's the one thing that WWE always was good about. Like they did not let anybody on the independent circuit or anywhere outside of WWE get too super duper popular. Yeah. Um. But let me let me ask you this, Charles. Yes, because please. obviously this was a tremendously successful financially wise, uh, successful, uh, narrative wise. Yeah. I mean, people love the damn thing. Um, I mean, naturally, people are still monsters, so they can't help. Like, I like this match better than that yes. match. You, I like this match almost me. as much. You're as saying, yeah. that's oh, me, that's I, what I, I do. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so people can't help but doing that. But universally, all the friends of mine who are huge wrestling fucking heads, um, they're all like, dope, dope shit. Like, yeah. dope and project, uh, product. But that all being said, Charlie, let me ask you this. Because people cannot help it, I am of the opinion Pepsi's great, Coke is great. Fucking mix it together, probably still pretty great. <laughs> In a pinch, you do what you gotta do. But that all being said, as the self-avowed AEW is here, everybody else is here. Yeah. Um, give us the fucking, you know, uh, the, the the fucking. Uh, it's almost election time. You know, earn the vote. Earn earn the vote. Why is AEW in Charlie's very professional opinion, a superior product. That's a great. That's a I great. Know. I appreciate that. AEW for me is where the 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 truest lovers of the game have the biggest ability to tell their story their way. For every guy in that locker room in AEW who thinks Triple H's methodology is the best, a very like 70s wrestling style, you'll get matches and characters that are pulled right out of there. You mean um, with a sledgehammer? With a sledgehammer, true. Uh, FTR is, like a, a, is a fucking absolute throwback. If you want some of the best women's wrestling, probably AEW's biggest weakness is they don't showcase it enough, but some of the young and brightest stars in the women's division wrestle there. Women that are... Ahsoka. Uh, well, no, she's on the. She the, that's an alien. Sorry, sorry. Um, and also the sorry. WB. Um, the where where um, Ellis asked it before, where Josh, Joshi wrestlers can come and flourish, where language barriers aren't a fucking issue, because this is a hip fan base, right? There may only be a million people that watch week to week, but those fucking million are are drinking it in, man. But most importantly, like you said, when they do their WWE shit. 
It's unashamedly. They will do a skit where MJF fucking dodgeballs the face off of a bunch of shithead kids because they're little shitheads and they don't want adults there. They'll do the spicy wing challenge and it won't be this weird masculinity. You have guys like Chris Jericho, guys who have been in WCW, Chris, Japan. Chris Jericho has been around forever. And I feel like Chris Jericho has been wrestling even before his dad was playing yeah, for the Yeah, exactly. Rangers. But what's interesting Holy is, like, Chris shit. Jericho's a guy who has a very specific mentality for his matches. And sometimes it's very samesy-samesy. But when the pay-per-views come, and they come every couple months, sure. John, it is a showcase. The WWE called themselves the showcase of the immortals. I call bullshit, because until you see Will Ospreay and Chris Jericho go 18 fucking minutes at a pace that made Chris Jericho look like a fucking kid again. If you want to see crazy. a bunch of people who love it... That shit wasn't on the list. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah, if you want to see a bunch of people who fucking love it and it's in an undeniable way, you will never see it more. Tony so Khan, let me, the just owner... Ask you, yeah. Why do you think then that that is? Is it because of ownership not having a stranglehold over, um, the, the, over the, the product? Or is it because they're like, no, fucking, I don't well, have to do it. You do it. Here's the, here's the ugly truth. Some of the biggest Sorry. wrestling drama, that's my fault. Some of the biggest wrestling drama lately has come out of the, the out of the AEW, scenes. behind the scenes. Yeah. CM Punk is apparently a fucking menace. CM Punk <laughs> is the old man that Ellis is talking every, about. Every 20-year-old every that's, that's with some dynamo 20-year-old beautiful female wrestler has this weird new chip on their shoulder where, like, a bunch of people... See Sting or Punk or Jericho, and they won't talk to him. Then there's a bunch of them that's like, "Hey, old man, fuck you." And Tony Khan, the owner and the operator and the general manager, he keeps it so loosey goosey that you can have people have these end all be all matches, but also he doesn't necessarily have a great grip on that backstage product. So the down the the reason that there's so much bad is because there's so much fucking good. Because when you tell everyone, "Hey, you got 12 minutes." Go be the number one guy. I dare you. Which is what that company is. There is every single fucking night. Yeah. After All In, Chris Jericho can make an argument that he's the greatest to ever do it. Will Ospreay can make an argument who's not even uh, works for AEW. Will Ospreay is like on loan from New Japan. Right. He can make an argument that he's the greatest in the fucking New world. Japan is no joke. MJF, who talks better on the fucking stick? Who's more jacked than MJF right let now? Me, let me let me say this. Because I don't want it to be lost in the enthusiasm. Um, I respect game, right? They say game, respect game. <laughs> game, recognize game. Um, the wrestling shit, I sit back, I'm like, oh, yeah. did you see that? And it's always, there's always an invisible to the eye, comma, dot, dot, dot. Did you see that? Dot, dot, dot. I will never fuck around like that. That's what the commentary <coughs> actually means. However, when you have the guys on the mic, when they're spitting, they're talking their, their game and what have you, they're cutting promos, I can be pretty judgmental there because in another universe, <laughs> to real that would be the best part of my game. No question about it. Forget about I bumps, bet your submission would be sick. Forget about... Yeah, probably. Gates um, of hell and whatnot. But that all being said, hearing MJF talk <laughs> shit by request to a multiple paraplegic kid just <laughs> sitting there, open eyes, grinning ear to ear, you're his favorite wrestler, he doesn't miss anything you do, 
can you please rip him a new one? <laughs> please tear him down. Tear down this child that can literally park anywhere in the universe he wants because he is so physically incapacitated. What was God thinking about? And MJF gives this motherfucker a beat, kind of like no sells it to the little crowd, and proceeds to undress this kid like it was prom night and she was prepaid. It was unfucking believable. My dude had a fan in me for life. Being able to talk shit on command yeah. and, and to do it, like, do it <laughs> perfectly. Just just expert fucking uh, master level of shit talking. Oh, uh, automatic fucking fan. John, MJF, MJF is a good guy now. The press conference Never after the pay-per-view. He still talks shit. The press conference after a woman in the crowd, he goes, wait a second, stops everything. And he goes... Are you Tits McGee from Whore Mountain? A girl that interviewed him like two months before. That is a babyface world champion. The passion is what makes it. I highly recommend each and every one of you, if you haven't given AEW a chance yet, do so this week. They have a pay-per-view this weekend, but you don't got to pay for it. 81,000 Brits can't be wrong. Exactly. You can check them out uh, tonight on the replay right after the show if you have the West Coast feed of TBS. You can check out Rampage uh, Friday at 10 p.m., like it's a bad time but it's a fucking good time uh, and then Saturday 8 o'clock collision and then of course Sunday will be all out but John there's also this newfangled thing called YouTube where you can just watch individual matches get it's... a big nerdy ass friend like Charlie and say uh, which matches should I want and they will give you a laundry oh, list literally every single time but John Word. if you think that Vince McMahon and Triple H have a stranglehold on uh, the wrestling industry well then uh I got bad news because you might be like one George boy tall George Lucas. I said that all backwards. They hit you behind the scenes, too? They did a little bit. <laughs> because you, sir, are a liar. Why do I know George is a liar? Because. Han shot Han first, first baby. You poured your own shot and I, you're worried about I it. I poured my own shot of to straight To be fair, whiskey. I poured my own shot too. Clinky. Clink. I salute. Oh, it burns so smooth. <laughs> Seeing your face got me. What did you pour yourself? It was just straight. <laughs> straight whiskey, baby! Um... If you're gonna watch, that was actually nice. That if, was actually nice. If you're gonna watch one match from All In, make it the main event. MJF versus Adam Cole is everything good about pro wrestling. Uh, Christian asked us speaking. Just don't turn your back. Yeah, exactly right. Still had that little stab motion. Speaking of Christian, oh Christian, oh. Uh, Christian is the first guy to ever take a chance on me. Uh, in the entertainment field, there Excuse is going to be... I let you move into my room when, at the That's ripe true. age of nine years old. Sorry, Christian. Yeah. I was the first one to take a chance on Christian it. is but the first like number two. non-blood relative to uh, to cast me. We're really not even sure about that, to be totally to honest. To cast me in a short, uh, which allegedly is going to be uh, put together soon. Fingers crossed. Christian, you just tell me the day and I'll be there. But John... We are ha we have I don't it, what's it called the second time they show a world premiere? 
It's not the world premiere. It's the replay. We're the first replay of a world premiere. Yeah, that makes sense. Ladies, Again, and put some respect on the man's name. Christian Cordes from, uh, from everything uh, Smod Castle fucking involved, but also as well as he don't stop there. He's doing his own shit, just content creating, writing, music, cinematography, the whole Magilla, thank you. Fair enough. He done did his thing, and we're going to show you Also, now. I don't know if you caught the uh, Jane and Bob's live from the Secret Stash today. He has a whole new look. He got that sick, nice haircut. Yet he another got reason why I hate traffic between here and Jersey. Now, I do want to make something perfectly clear. Uh, this is not... We are pro-union. We stand with SAG 100%. and AFTRA, Absolutely. as does Christian. This is a full indie, so there is no uh, scabbage. <laughs> but in this time where we need entertainment more than ever, Christian is delivering. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank without you, further Christian. ado, without another bit of jibber-jabber from us Rivera boys, let's show them the trailer for Christian's brand-new short to be hitting the, uh, the, the, the market soon. Let's take it away. Let's hit the flick. Now, buddy guy, I'm a bit real with shoes. I really, really enjoy doing this shit. I do whatever's necessary to get whatever information I need through, uh, fun ways. Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Are you <laughs> fucking serious? Come up on a Uncle Alfie's lap, eh? How'd you know it was me? Who else in Jersey loves doing this mafioso movie bullshit? Plus, I would recognize that foul smell of Frito chips from anywhere. Foul? Fritos are fucking delicious. <laughs> A man of culture. Maybe me more than you, huh? I am oh, so yeah, fucking excited! Dynamite. I have some great. great news because we are on the fucking cusp. We are on the the we we know the entertainment when it's coming. You can right now go over to Instagram and you can give them a follow for this beautiful short film, Just Desserts underscore. Uh, short film, I believe, Christian. If you can correct me in the comment section, I was the 37th follow. I did follow before. Dynamo. Uh, the trailer dropped on live from the Secret Stash. I'm so excited. We're gonna have them on. We're gonna share the dates of where you can catch this. It uh, it has already been submitted to some festivals. Excellent. So I'm very much looking forward. The the first at bat might be in Jersey, so we have to take a road trip, celebrate I mean, our you'll boy. You'll have to take a road trip. That's true. Uh, Touche. I mean, but they're in like the they're deep Jersey. I consider you like like that's Jersey. true. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I uh, couldn't be more fucking excited. That's outstanding. Um, Ella, uh, Christian, that uh, Ellis, I'm so used to talking to you. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, Christian, that looks absolutely outstanding. Uh, congratulations, dude. I cannot wait to get that flick in my peepers, man. That's, I, uh, his, that's exciting as hell. His live-action directorial debut, and my plan is to abandon this show and to play his sidekick, because I feel like you keep abandoning me for, like, solo pursuits. Broadway John, selling out, closing night, a total sell. From me to the cast party, that was pretty sweet. There was, like, fire sticks and whatnot. Uh, but as the Sarge, oh, Sarge, uh, Sarge just, I'm sure, recuperating still from his drinking stream. Sarge, thank you for joining us, brother. I hope you sober up quick, like. Uh, but I'm really excited. Go check him out, and yeah, we'll man. let you know when you can watch the whole yeah, thing. Let's get, let's get a bunch <coughs> of follows on Just Desserts tonight for our boy Christian. And uh, let us just collectively get all... Juicy goosey, ready for this thing to drop. I can't. I can't wait. I'm looking forward awesome. to it. And also Fritos, like. Not yeah, a lot, yeah. No but offense. Like, I, I don't like to choose sides before like a narrative <laughs> fully gets fleshed out. But automatically, I'm Team Fritos. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. If who's, you're if you're tied to a tree, maybe don't be a bitch. Yeah, and like you would if, think like, oh, Fritos, them shits. <laughs> Them just look and smell how, delicious. How can you tell it was me? Because that delicious smell of Fritos. Mm. I love Fritos. You got some Fritos? I, I just thought someone was walking around barefoot all day. Oh, it's actually <laughs> a bag of Fritos? That's great. Come I feel on, like kid. the messaging Come got on. mixed on yours. Come on, man. <laughs> be tied to a tree looking like Hermione Granger and talking <laughs> shit. Come on. Team Fritos. Oh, no. Uh, it's oh, a short film, no. Ellis. Sarge it's... is just yakking. Like like a like a freshman in college. Oh my god! Amazing. All right, John, take it away. What's up next? Well, uh, Charlie, it's um, it's pretty simple, really. You know, we we are in an era now. Um, we're we're <laughs> what is next? Uh, we are fucking in an era <laughs> where, um, frankly, there's not that much news. <laughs> not that well. There's not that much news. <laughs> Uh, that's a given. Um, but look, you know, we are just constantly uh, being beaten over the head with sequels, with spinoffs, some shit that we did not ask for. Continuation of stories. We're like, I didn't know that last shit even just happened. But there are some narratives out there that have been with us for so long. And even if you are not making it a point to stay on top of it, um... It just seeps in, right? It becomes part of the zeitgeist, as Charlie would say, because he loves that word. I do. Um, I'm it, not it, sure if I ever use it, it right now. Not but even once. Not word. even once. It becomes part <laughs> of our collective knowledge. And one might argue that the events of Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Charlie just bugged the fuck out. God damn! Dude, you need I got to excited. Sub zero the fuck out. I got excited. Wow, John. Wow, Sub Zero, uh, Sub Zero, <laughs> Mortal Kombat One is dropping for us. Like we already seen, and by we I mean me. We have seen a ton of gameplay, uh, uh, you know, gameplay footage already. Now again, this is not just another side by side button mashing beat them up right like because uh who did not spend all their lunch money <laughs> transferring it to from dollars to quarters just playing on a greasy knobbed fucking arcade standing booth in the pizzeria um who didn't do it who didn't do it i would argue if you didn't do it 
I probably don't have no, that much to talk to you about. But, um, you know, going all the way back, um, this is like early 90s. John, three decades of Mortal Kombat. Um, that's a lot of combat, That's a bro. lot of combat. But from, Always spelled wrong, but it's a lot of combat. Or, or, or right. Touche. <laughs> um, however, every installment that we have gotten since... Um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat is the Street Fighter. Uh, when Gobots is the Transformers. That's dynamite. Very well done. Or or Oreos to Hydrox. It all depends <laughs> on, on what level of game you got. Um, but the truth of the matter is, we, we've all we've all played it. Yeah, we all have our favorite characters, right? I'm a Sub Zero. <sighs> Sorry, I like the shitty one. I like his brother with the eye scar. Look. Anyone who didn't play with Raiden and immediately imagine as the fucking Thunder guy from Big Trouble in Little China, I can't even fuck with you. I can't even fuck with you no more. But that all being said, we had installment after installment after installment. They would add characters. They would add fatalities. Um, the, the visuals would change. Um, there, there would be all these changes, right? Um, and even in so much as when the movies came out, the first one Dynamite, the second one literally one of the worst <laughs> things ever <laughs> the, to be filmed. The movie that taught me movies oh, can be bad. Mortal to, Kombat you Annihilation. Had to learn sometimes. You know the worst part of that was though. Very briefly, I turned to you, and I distinctly remember it was not said. I looked at you with a face that was like, "Oh my God, bad movies exist," and you gave me a look back like. Yeah, everything comes with a bad version. Oh, buddy. And that's the day reality struck. Oh, and then I was like, wait till you start learning about girls. The last time I was Ooh, truly happy there are was some, buying the ticket to Annihilation. There are some Mortal Kombat 1 girls, and then there are some Mortal Kombat 2 girls. And as soon as you learn that, <laughs> you're going to be off to the Where races. their souls look like the fucking Baraka chick. But that all being said, um, again, there was no real difference fundamentally in terms of gameplay. That was my point, right? You always had a, a person on the right, person on the left, whomever, whomever, uh, and then they just fucking went to it. Now, for the first time ever, did you have a chance to watch that gameplay? I did. Sent you? Incredible. For the first time ever, the good folks at Mortal Kombat have laid their fucking ear to the rail and not waited for a fatality where the train ran over their shit and turned them into fucking uh, spaghetti sauce. They actually heard the rumblings and people said, look, Mortal Kombat, as crazy as it is, does have canon to it, right? There is a Bible that somebody had to read, like a Baraka, what? All right, <laughs> if you say so. Um, and they said, you know what? Let's now go ahead and take the narrative around this world, the narrative around this, um, this, this fucking more than a game. This you, you want to talk about like fandoms? Yeah. Um, just, just absolutely ridiculous. There, there are maybe six or seven uh, female ninja characters that just look identical except for the color of their gear and their fans and whatnot. I have seen literally every single one of them cosplayed. To one degree of nakedness or another, <laughs> uh, and it's just been absolutely great. Shout out to the Jade cosplayers, thank you. But uh, again, they said, you know, what? we're going to do something a little bit different. So while you do indeed still have that standard expected, um, because if it was missing, I would say automatic failure. You have your uh, expected side, uh, you know, right side, left side uh, participants in battle. But there is a narrative. It is a story fucking 
mode, right? You 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 are you are role playing, right? This is a one player role play. It's not open world, which I would argue would be the next, uh, like the next uh, um. <laughs> Like the next a return to the '64 era when they did that Sub Zero um, game, Charlie. It looks so I'm s- damn good. I'm, I'm so, so intrigued. Excited. I'm so intrigued by the cameo feature. Where like at any point in gameplay, you could be like, "Help me, digital friend." That's fucking well, awesome. But I mean, that's that's it is awesome. I'll give you that. But that's not totally innovative. Like you, you've had. I mean, even fucking very recently with some of the video games, uh, the superhero video games out there, you're like, oh. If only I had Aquaman. Oh, yeah. look at that. Uh, press A and B in there. He shows up. Um, no, Charlie, it, for me, it, the entire narrative of it is the fact that you get to see what these motherfuckers were like on a, on a work day. Like on a Tuesday. Like, la, 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 did, la, you, la. did you play Mortal Kombat 12? I played every Mortal Kombat Because Mortal Kombat, Kombat 12 like, ended the story. This is a sequel. Re- like Mortal Kombat 1 it's is reboot. an appropriate name. Because, in essence, uh, at one point, Liu Kang was a zombie, got brought back to the dead, and then him and Raiden became one super god person, and now it's just a restarted world. And I am fucking here for it. But but with this sequelized shit in mind, you sent me something incredibly special that we have to go back to picture-in-picture for, because they recreated the Mortal Kombat commercial with the greatest star ever and ties into that world of pro wrestling... I just, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. Mortal Kombat. Dave Batista. I'll be honest with you, I never knew, ever, and I've been following Batista since his fucking, um... Mortal Kombat. His, uh, There's a force hidden in all of us. Uh, 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 before he was Batista, River Monster, he a new was era Leviathan. is upon us. Yeah, baby. This is our time. I'm like, oh, he got some plugs. Mortal Kombat! Absolutely ridiculous. Uh kind of like not aware at that time. Uh, Mortal Kombat had like their version of the Apple yeah. commercial with, running like, through the streets. Like kid, fucking kids going ape shit and uh, screaming top of the lungs. Dude, I, I remember getting the console version of Mortal Kombat Home and um, immediately like needing to put the blood mode on before anything else. Before ABC, you had. ABC. Nope, <laughs> that's Contra. Um, uh, is it? It is. Um, but like the, to not have blood in Mortal Kombat was was tantamount to like cursing in church. Up, up, yeah, down, like, down, is... left, right, left, right. B A select start. <sighs> you made me memorize it as a child. Uh, again, the con the contract code is the one that everyone always uh, references. Um, but that all again, that all being said, having having at home uh, to be able to play it anytime you wanted, not to be beholden to that greasy fucking handle. Uh, a fucking cabinet game was an absolute game changer, man. Every single solitary version. Oh, we want to talk about cameos. Who has had more cameo crossovers? Oh my god. Uh, I mean, Fortnite can only fucking daydream and wake up in a puddle um, about fucking getting the crossover IP that Mortal Kombat has had over the years. And to, fe- to, to for them to now, in fact, be back at square one and saying like hey you played all the games 
you done did all the fucking death moves. You've seen everything that there is. Every head ripped out. Yeah. Every body thrown off of a fucking overpass. Everybody ripped in half and let your soul fucking just float off into the heavens. That's all done. But now, see how it all really began. Now, I, I do want to ask you this. Because yeah. um, having an affection for a certain yeah. property, I feel can be a dangerous thing. In terms of levels of expectation when things are adapted. Yeah. Now, this is not really something I don't remember us talking much about, though I'm positive we, we absolutely did. Um, in, the, in the standard Charlie sense of the word, what was your ranking for the, Mortal, for the most recent Mortal Kombat flick? Uh, I thought it was fine, but I was, I was very disappointed because I was very excited about it. When they dropped that teaser trailer with Sub-Zero and Scorpion, mm -hmm. I was like, if they give me two hours of this, my pants are going away in 20 minutes. Um, and instead... He's not wearing any pants right now. It's true. It's true. Never when we record. Um, I thought them adding a new original character as the main character was such a fucking mistake. Um, I thought them having so much of it in our world was such a mistake. I thought Goro was underpowered, but I thought he looked good. So I, I thought it was, you know, the kids call it mid. So what's, I the, think it was what's mid. the okay version? Because all you did was just run off, like, a bunch of things you it didn't exists. like about it. It exists. It well, exists, and yeah, I thought that, the choreography... The, 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 we knew the, it existed. The choreography was pretty good. Um, the fight, the fighting The fighting was very good. I thought aesthetically at times it was very, very good. Yeah. And I saw the potential. It's one of those things where, like... I do this a lot where I see a flick that's very imperfect that maybe under normal regards I wouldn't think is good but I love the property and I'm like they'll course correct for the sequel. Um, they that little, like, they that little is, dragons. I'm, you're so fucking ready for... You're so ready for no, for November elections because that was the most political <laughs> non-answer answer. Well, Did you like it? Yes or no? Uh, did I like it? Yes, but as little as possible. Dude, we need to get. It's a, a scale of we, one to hundred. We need to get a fucking moderator in here. Like, oh, so, sir, you're, that's your time. Thank Can you. Can I have another Thank scale? You, Can I have Charlie. like an A through F scale? A what? A through F. An A through F scale. Ugh, it's a C minus. I, I guess it's so. It's a C minus. All right, so to me, a C minus sucks ass. Yeah, it sucks ass. So, I, all right, that's fair. But do you, you? But you love sucking ass. I read your Tinder bio. All right, folks. So we'll see you guys next week. Um, it uh, it wasn't good. It, it was it, not good. It was not good. Uh, and you know what, though, Charlie, your your lead-in, uh, the long-winded it was. <laughs> your your lead-in was probably the 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 only answer that really anybody Just needed. All the flaws. Um, no, that that was that was that was your follow. -up. That was after the semicolon. Um. It was disappointing. <coughs> yeah. It was just disappointing. Um, and, and Ellis, you know, talking <laughs> about Street Fighter, The Legend of Sun I feel like Sun it was Lee. on par with Double Dragon. With dead or, first review. of all, Dead or Alive was, was better for simple aesthetic reasons. <laughs> so Dead or Alive, you can put right up there with... Uh, anything Why did I just laugh like a I'm weird sure. old was, pervert? You, you, laugh <laughs> like, you laugh like if Orko got drunk at fucking Grayskull one night. Um... Uh, uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? But um, obviously, again, Street Fighter is infamous as being Raul Julia's last uh, last role. So I'm not gonna. He give still him, crushes it. I'm not gonna give him that one. Um, but again, Ellis, you're falling into the very Charlie trap <laughs> of like, all right, let me think of every fighting uh, movie 
a video game that they turn into a movie. No, it's just for for what it was. Um, I'd rather see a fucking Tekken movie if that was the case. They have a Tekken because movie. I do- you want to watch Tekken tonight? So, uh, only because I could give two shits less uh, about fucking Tekken. Like, oh, we're spinning around the ring. Stop spinning around the fucking ring. I don't even know if up is down or left is right. Um, but that all being the case, having an affinity for the product uh, means that you have a higher, uh, you have a higher level of expectation. Yeah. And uh, they fucked up. You know, they is Mortal Kombat your favorite fighting game? Yeah, yeah, without without question. I mean, after because th- because Street Fighter to me was always like it's about the details. With Street Fighter, like a good Street Fighter player juggles you for fucking twenty minutes, Street, and I'm like, fuck this game. Street Fighter is its highlight is just making all the stupid fucking sound effects. He was talking about the Legend of Chung Lee with the uh, the girl from Smallville. So that movie had two strikes out the gate for you. A, oh, the yeah, new yeah, Street yeah, Fighter yeah, yeah. film, and that was the equivalent of the Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, yeah, all of it, all of it stunk on ice. <laughs> all of it stunk on ice. But no, um, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give. Like, you want a deep fucking dive? So obviously, again, the king of the hill is Mortal Kombat. Um, but number two is not Street Fighter. It's not Tekken. It's not any of these other pretenders. It was Pit Fighter. Oh man, play nice. Pit Fighter in the arcade. You used to get people gathered around the screen in bigger numbers in deeper fucking throngs than you would get for like high school fights the fucking, in real life the 80s pit were fighter. weird time <laughs> oh pit fighter was dynamite anyone who's unfamiliar with the arcade game cabinet game pit fighter check that shit out right now because like they just filmed two guys fighting and like little kids playing with controllers that aren't connected like I would do sometimes to Charlie sometimes you like, still fucking do it if I could get away with it um, just fucking dynamite. Um, Ellis, yeah, the fighting game with um, the Velociraptor. What it was like, beast something it or was, another. Yeah, it was and awesome. And you could be like a giant <laughs> monkey. You could be a Velociraptor. You could be a T Rex. Um, they used to fucking throw down those, but still, still not better than those Pit fucking Fighter. quarter gobblers were, um, were were something else. You just reskin a fighting you know, game. Susan? I wish. Oh, that quarter gobbler. Uh, in any case, anything more than a quarter is wasted, baby. Um, but that all being the case, again, I do feel, fin- final thought on that. Mortal Kombat 1. Um, I do not think that enough people are aware of its uh, a rapid approach. I really don't. I do not think that people are in the know because there are so many hot video games about to drop. I mean, you have current games that are just getting constant updates, new chapters, this, then, the other thing. Um, the fuck, uh, I was just talking about it with Sarge today. Um, uh, there's this, uh, there's a, there's a amazing looking uh, space, uh, open world video game dropping, complete customization. You can do whatever you want to do. You make like custom planets Charlie, eventually. Charlie, it, it makes. I'm not sure about the planet. Yeah, they just talked about it today. Oh, word. Um, but like uh, the, the, the ships and the, your crew and you know all these different pre-established planets that you can go to, uh, like just when you say open world, it sounds small. <laughs> yeah, it's not open world. It's, it's like open universe, open galaxy. It's unfucking believable. Um, but yeah, the the, the reason being, um, that's I think the reason. Uh, I think that's the reason Starfield? why Starfield. Maybe maybe I'll I'll, I'll look it up and we'll talk about it again for sure. Um, but again, there's a lot of new stuff happening. We're, we're in a proverbial waiting pattern between all the strikes 
and release dates and, and that are being changed and what have you. So uh, with the new stuff that's coming out, it's it's still very easy to get excited, but it's also unfortunately very easy for things to kind of slip through the cracks. Yeah. People being aware of it. Do not let this new Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter. Do not let this first Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat One. Uh, don't let it be one of them. This is going to be a hot fire fucking game, and I cannot wait. I'm excited. I just like the sound. Like all that shit is all, my favorite. It's always the sounds. Always. It's, well, yeah. If Charlie does one more Hadouken, <laughs> that's just like unsolicited. I'm gonna Hadouken his ass into the street. The minute that this show's over, I'm going to my dog. Get over here, and he won't know. That poor dog. Yeah. That poor boy. The sub zero to my scorpion, John. We are brought to you by only good shit. We don't fuck around like other pods who sell for some random brand that's willing to pay us a couple shekels. No, no, we are once again brought to you by absolutely two of our favorite sponsors, a group of our favorite humans. Uh, but specifically, I'm going to talk about one of our absolute favorite bands, Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear them again at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances. My favorite part, though, John, is that their entire discography is available across all music streaming services. We are, of course, also brought to you by our boy Christian and his uh, film that's about to drop, Just Desserts. You can check him out on Instagram, Just Desserts underscore uh, short film. We're also brought to you by Charlie's Glasses, in which you can read all of the current and upcoming sponsors. Just dynamite. I like to just sit there and follow along. Like, oh, he skipped the line. Um, but also, as well as you do have to ask yourself, where are we dropping? And the answer, as always, is with Sergeant Finesse. You can catch him uh, uh, fucking uh, catching streaming games constantly on a daily basis at this point. Pretty much exclusively over on Kick dot com that's sergeant finesse gaming uh outstanding video game content supporter games co-streams uh contests giveaways drinkathons he just gave away a bunch of dope brand new sergeant finesse hats uh when sergeant's on deck you got to salute sunny doula but i'm just going ahead i'm looking around i do kind of wish that i had a tie sponsorship because that would certainly come in very handy. Because uh, I don't know if you're ready, Charlie. I certainly hope so. Because uh, we're about to head to the fucking penthouse. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to pitch the suit, our business. brand new segment business. of the last few months. John is going to play business. a dirty business suit that is responsible for that stupid, stupid strike that we have going on. But luckily, for. John's going to be one of the good ones. He's going to help shepherd us into this brand new era we'll of see. entertainment. But most importantly, I am going to try and pitch this suit my idea so john i'm not gonna lie you're already starting behind fair enough uh hit that button for me john because i am going to annoy you while you simply try to travel up Beep! to the penthouse the music is rocking but john i have a movie for you and i want to paint you a word picture so go ahead sit back if you want you can close your eyes but don't do it it'll look very creepy on the show look like i murder you I want you to imagine we fade in from black, we see all real simple, boom, black and white, we see 19, 
81. We hear, ksh, ksh, ksh. we fade into a fucking hockey scene. We drop a fucking 80s hit of your choice, whatever you're willing to fucking pay for. Maybe a little bit of... Uh... You'll have to spin on me one more time. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm very excited. This is kind of your fault. We're going to hit a classic song everyone get behind, and we fucking see a hockey player just Gadoosh! fucking rock someone into the side panels. Rocks another guy into the fucking back. Puck goes into the net. Ah! This young guy. It's a kid. We then see a montage. We're opening our film with a fucking action-packed montage. I'm thinking Queen, but I can make fucking any any uh, wonderful, classic fucking uh, rock anthem work for the scene. We see that go from that little kid to a little bit older, to a little bit older, to he's in the fucking pros. This fucking kid is, he is Gretzky before fucking Gretzky. He is the big swinging dick of hockey, Messier style. He's a violent motherfucker, though. We're seeing close-ups. We're filming this shit like it's fucking Rocky. We're seeing so he's sweat. So he's a scorer and he's a bruiser? That's right. That's how we fucking roll, bro. It's like an Eric Lindros type. Exactly. Very much. Look him up. Very much. And then what do we see? We see fucking a player that he scores on, doesn't like it, takes a fucking stick. Goalie? And sure, the goalie did it. Goalie takes that stick and he fucking gadoosh takes out our boy's knee from the front. Oh. He goes down, helmet comes off. We see this beautiful mane of fucking hair. We immediately hard cut. Him at the hospital, you're never gonna fucking play again. Oh no. Boom! 1992. Okay, so it's two years. Okay, okay. This is, uh, now he's like, uh, you know, to, to, you know, we assume some time has traveled. We're not seeing him yet. We see a fucking old lady walking through Central Park. Suddenly, two fucking hooligans grab her purse. They run off. What do we see? That same brand goalie fucking stick. Gadoosh! Take someone out in Central Park. We pan back. Who do we see? We see Casey Mother fucking Jones. We're doing a Casey Jones prequel to 1992's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle film. We're doing fucking a Casey Jones vigilante origin film. This takes place like months, not years, before this movie that we all know. The, the 1992 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fucking flick. But... What exists before we see the Turtles become aware? Before we meet April O'Neil, the Foot Clan is already taking over the city. We got Casey Jones versus the ruffians that are the fucking Foot. Mm. So we now, get... Are we getting are these actual Foot? Or are these like the little fucking... These are the teenagers, the like the, pre, the pre-Foot. And as we go, we establish some things. Casey Jones has a younger brother who this gang beats the shit out of so the first time he puts always on, with the younger brother with this guy tries like and the younger brother's gonna be even better well no this one gets his ass kicked winds up in that same hospital <laughs> oh, so bed like real life. i'm recycling exactly <laughs> um but that's what fucking takes him to pick up the mask for the first time just fucking straight up revenge but since the city is fucking so overrun this is his chance to fucking do something he can't play hockey anymore this kid's fucking lost he he lost his dreams in one night all he has is his fucking family and we're gonna do a really cool partially inspired by I'm the taking, show you just crushed a little bit of umbrage with uh, referring to him as kid because in the he's turtles full look, man. he's like a 90 year old he's a full man uh maybe we'll set that scene in the 70s to open it to to justify the inevitable receding hairline okay, okay. uh but john we're doing full think rocky meets taxi driver meets punisher with a less blood right. but we're going full fucking action pack now what happens though 
is the end of the film is basically a fucking gauntlet. He's going from these fucking teens to having to go toe-to-toe with the fucking foot. And he is not a ninja. This motherfucker's using golf, you know, golf equipment. He's a golf bag full of Jose Canseco bats. He got some fucking, you know, hockey sticks. And what happens ultimately is the finale of our film, he goes toe-to-toe with Shredder and gets his fucking ass kicked. Gets his fucking ass kicked. But we do that thing where, like, he saves a fucking orphan or some shit. And, you know, the... the some goofy little bastard. Love his life turned out to be a fucking foot, like, undercover. Winds up being Shredder's daughter. Like, oh. to fucking bamboozle him. But also introduce her to the live-action universe. Like, she's not seen in the original films, but she's wow. fucking there. Like, how cool is that fucking throwback gonna be? Maybe her and April get into a scrap eventually. But, John... We wrap up. We wrap up the film. It's him and his family. We're gonna steal a little bit from everything awesome going on right now. Typically. So you just wrapped up an amazing show. He has a really tight, like very stereotypical Italian family mm-hmm. living in the city. That explains the the kind of exclusive tank tops that he wears that are white and greasy. Um, but we're doing like a real family first thing. The fact that he loses the fight isn't as important as he goes toe to toe with Shredder, sure. who like of course beats his ass. But John, what we fucking really do to get everyone's goose cooked, come start a franchise for you. You're not making enough money at Nickelodeon with just one Turtle universe and a TV show and video games and comics and books and another type of video game. Seems like you a need lot. more money. Our teaser trailer, we're going to recreate once again with Henson-type Muppets the fucking first interaction of Raphael and Casey Jones. We are bookending our film with a new take on that scene from 1992. Oh, I like and it. then we hit it afterwards, be like, Casey Jones will return. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. Ah. And then fucking, what we do for that is it'll be them with Casey Jones, with April, we'll recast it. We're going full human puppets, and that's where they're going to fight Shredder's daughter, who we introduced in this film, who gets okay. to be the big bad a decade later. Come the fuck on! Come on! I'm gonna go ahead and say that is approved, greenlit. Let's get it made, please. His, his Italian surname Jones, I didn't bump into. Uh, I'm just saying, Ellis had a problem with with Jones. You know, maybe the mom was Italian. Ellis, um, everybody knows that when Italian immigrants came over at Easter Island, if if you watched The Godfather, um, they just dropped off all kinds of vowels and. You know, uh, fucking uh, hanging participles and stuff like that from names. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was Casey Jonesarelli. Now, here's my question for you, <laughs> just because we have a, a couple seconds, and I'm curious about your your input. Do you think we could get away with like a fifth of the film being hockey? Because in my head, it has to just be the opening scene. Has to be a montage leading him to the first action piece, which is taking down those fucking will, purse uh, snatchers. I will tell you what. Uh, what I, a young blood. I I do not like. I do not like fucking with my underlying character development mm. from my you know from my pro from my project. Right? Yeah. Um. But every once in a while, you do have to hold a hand. You know, through the creative process to get to a place where you know it's going to be a winner in the theaters. Um, what I would like to see, Charlie, quite frankly, is a level of frustration building up in our boy Casey Jones, Aureli. Um I want to see it where, as a young man, absolutely, he was like a pure 
goal scorer, right? But you know, just like anything else, sometimes you're a big fish in a small pond. But the moment that that pond becomes a little bit bigger, yeah, maybe it's going to freeze over and you got to do some practicing like in Minnesota and shit. But when you are a small fish in a big pond, the game can kind of come to you a little bit. So, <coughs> as our montage is showing the young Casey jones um, kind of like aging through the, through, through, the, uh, through the youth system of hockey, he starts bumping into a particular fella between the pipes. Oh! That he cannot score on quite so easily. So what happens when you have all of that competitive juice flowing through your Italian body? Well, yeah, frustration is going to build up, and and you can fucking pump shots on goal, but if the goaltender's like, I'll walk it down, I'll walk it down, making save, 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 what's going to happen? Eventually, a player wearing the wrong color fucking sweater is going to uh, skate by you, and you just go, like, oh, come on, and fucking lay. So you, I want to see in our development section, the montage, and you can actually, if you want to have a, a full... Um, a full run montage, absolutely. But I also am a big fan of the the the, the constant flashbacks throughout. Oh, the so yeah, wait so a second. Your initial okay. montage can be goal scorer, goal scorer, goal scorer. Then you're gonna have like the tail end of that first montage is gonna be hey, he shoots and he. Oh, he, no, it's a save! It's a save! Oh, and the fucking the 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 the, the New York Turtles—they lose, <laughs> right? And then now you're gonna see him develop this level of frustration, and that's gonna be your taxi driver. So can we moment milk, throughout? So now, do you think we can milk this into its own two movie thing, where the first movie is just all hockey? Ellis is pitching a whole hockey movie with a twist as uh, it's a, Casey Jones. A whole hockey movie might be <laughs> tough. Now, if you were going to go with, like, a TV okay. uh, show run, you, you can have a full hockey episode, absolutely, yeah. and have the finale of the episode okay. be, well, oh, we'll this see. motherfucker makes a save. But, however, I want my caveat to be this. And this is where I want it to be the connecting tissue. That goalie that keeps on stymieing Casey. Yeah. And in effect, driving him towards the more physical aspects of the uh, of the fucking uh, game, where in effect you're gonna see him as he ages go from a goal scorer to a goon, really. Ooh. And he carries that goon, the 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 goon, the goonacity into real life. Um, you would imagine that goalie to be like a Mike Richter, to be you know to to be a fucking Henrik Lundqvist type, uh, an Igor Shesterkin. Um, but actually, it's gonna be a young lady. Oh! Now that young lady, I like this. Also happens to have this is a the paternal figure. This is the appropriate who's Jesus. Very much into uh, martial arts. So um, that is the young lady who ends up being Shredder's daughter. So that's a continuation. I love that. Of those fucking, you know, she made him who he is. To a very very large degree. I love uh, it. So I am going ahead and oh, we're going to green light that project. The last image I have before we wrap up is our poster, our like teaser poster. You know the classic Ninja Turtles logo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where it's the shell behind it? Naturally. It's going to be a hockey puck with like the fucking tape and like maybe blood and then the same Turtles font but in black and white, Casey Jones. I dig it. Come on. I that shit's going to be dope for the greatest brother to ever do it for Broadway, John himself on the heels of another production being greenlit. I yeah. 
And Charlie Rivera, he is John Rivera. Together, we make up U.S. Comics, and the podcast is called U.S. Comics Cast, available every Wednesday live to tape, but the live live version every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, unless one of us is doing something really, really spectacular. Very rare. But there is only one way that we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics, a few simple steps, and John's going to show you how we do it, because first, we turn the power on. Then we turn the volume up to and Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky, Sam, a space girl! We are! It is the morning now, the world did not come down, we've gotta face the shit we've done. No more Facebook likes, no more instant spite. I gotta face what we've become.